kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He knows not how. You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints of God, Jesus in this parable wants us to not know something. This is different than most parables. Most parables, Jesus is teaching us something. He's teaching us what we don't know so that we would know it. In this parable, Jesus is teaching us what we don't know so that we would never know it. (laughs) He says the kingdom of God is like a farmer who goes out and scatters the seed, and then he goes to bed, and he sleeps, and he wakes up, He wanders around the field, goes back to bed, and he does it again and again, and then one day the seed grows and it sprouts, and it keeps growing until it's ready for the harvest. And the farmer does not know how it happens. And that's how it's supposed to be. He's not supposed to know. In fact, If the farmer starts to get curious about how it is that this seed is growing, and he goes and he digs up the seed to see what happening is under the dirt, what does he do? He kills the seed and it doesn't grow. Or maybe he's so curious about what's going on inside of the seed, so he takes the seed and he cuts it open to see what's going on in there, and the seed doesn't grow. In fact, there's there's something here that only by being ignorant of how the seed works will it work. I think think the same thing is true. Just to to take for an example, I mean, this is the old scientific problem. It's the the problem of dissection. You can't dissect something that's alive. (laughs) You were eating food and digesting your food long before you knew how it happened, long before you took a biology class, long before you knew about your stomach and all this sort of thing. And let's just say that one day you got really curious about how this whole thing worked, about how the food would come in on the top and go out on the bottom, quite different, and what was going on inside of there to make all this stuff happen. So you say, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to get a pair of scissors, just cut myself open to see what's going on. Well, you know what happens? You stop digesting food. (laughs) You stop living. And Jesus says that this is how the kingdom of God is. You do not know how it grows. In fact, it's not only that you don't know how it grows, you cannot know how it grows. Now this might be on my mind because I spent the last week at the convention. And if there's anything that's going on at district and synodical conventions or anything like that. It's this business of how does the church grow? How can we grow the church? How can we get more people? How can we grow the congregations and all of this sort of stuff? And, and it's not like it's only there that we ask the question. We ask the question all the time. Our congregation says, how can we grow? How can more people who aren't Christians become Christians and people who are out there be in here? We're asking that question all the time. We got a voters meeting this afternoon. These kind of things come up. And the danger is, the temptation is, that we try to figure it out. That we try to to sort out the mechanics of it. There's a word that's used in this, in fact, this, this, this parable of the seed that grows on its own while the farmer sleeps is only in the Gospel of Mark, and it's the only parable that's only in Mark. It's really quite amazing when you just do a comparative study of all the parables. It's very unique. 
and it uses a Greek word that I believe is only in this place in the whole scripture. It's the word that we know in English, automatic. The seed grows, or it says here, the earth produces automatically the first blade. In other words, it does it on its own. It doesn't need your help. The, the, the ground and the seed will produce the grain, the blade, the ear, the grain all by itself. It doesn't need your help. And the more you try to help it, the worse it is. Like a guy squeezing the trunk of a lemon tree trying to help the lemons grow faster. It just doesn't work. But we want to do it, right? We want to figure out how the church grows. We want to figure out how, how, the, how, how this whole thing happens. We want to figure out how more people can become Christians. And Jesus says, you can't know it. And you shouldn't try to figure it out. There's danger even in trying to answer the question. We simply trust that the Word produces fruit. That the Word does what it says. That the Word of God is powerful. In fact, we might be laughing at this farmer who's sleeping and waking up, sleeping and waking up. He's got no idea how the field out behind the house is growing. We might be laughing at him, but Jesus says this is our example, and I think he tells the next parable so that we don't miss the point. Verse 30, Jesus says, what can we compare the kingdom of God, or what parable shall we use for it? It's like a grain of mustard seed that's sown on the ground. It's the smallest of the seeds of the earth. And yet, when it's sown, it grows and becomes larger than all the garden plants, and it puts out large branches so that the birds of the air can make their nest in its shade. In other words, Jesus is comparing the kingdom of God to this tiny little mustard seed. That's the Word of God that's planted, and it becomes this huge tree with a lot of shade so that you and I can rest in it. Rest! So that we can sleep like the farmer. So that the Word and the Word alone will cause the growth. Paul says to the Corinthians, he says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God and God alone gave the growth. And so it is with the church. And so it is with us too. And this is not just talking about the church. This is how we find ourselves believing. You know, it's not like you can make yourself believe, but you hear the Word of God, you hear the Word of God, and then all of a sudden you notice, like the farmer who goes out and sees the seeds spr sprouting, that you actually believe these words, that you trust in these words, and that these words continue to grow, and, that, and the Word of God continues to flourish in your own heart, in your own mind, in your own conscience. How? I don't know. Nobody knows, and nobody's supposed to know. So what do we do? And what do we do if we can't know how to grow the church? What do we do if we don't know how the thing works? What do we do if the Holy Spirit works when and where it pleases Him and He refuses to be coerced or controlled by us? What do we do? Dear saints, we rest. That's what the text is calling us to do. To rest in the shade of God's Word. To rejoice in the truth of His Word. To receive the implanted Word of God with meekness and with joy, to hear God's Word and to love God's Word and to delight in God's Word, to let God's Word show you, like a mirror, your own sin and your own desperate need for, for Christ, and then to let that Word show you that Jesus does, in fact, love you enough to die for you, 
that he spreads out his hands on the cross and he, like, uh, like a shade tree, provides shelter for you to know that these promises are true and that they cannot be overthrown by sin, death, and the devil, that nothing can separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, and to simply delight into that. And, and I promise you that your delighting in that will mean that you will not be able to hold it to yourself, but you're going to want to share it with the people that you love. This is really good. You guys should hear about it. And the word of the Lord will do its work. You can't make it. You can't control it. You can't force it. But you can believe the promise. You can wake up and go to sleep and wake up and go to sleep again and you don't have to understand it, but one day the fields are ripe for the harvest and we rejoice in it. My dad used to tell me there's four ways of knowing something. You can know what you know, you can not know what you know. That's a confusing one. I never quite got that one. You can not know what you don't know. That's pretty easy. <laughs> but you can know what you don't know. This is the wisdom that Jesus is calling us to in this parable, that we would know and stand firm on our ignorance <laughs> that we don't know how it works, but that God causes the growth. And we rejoice in it. May God grant us this wisdom through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.